Hey sports fans, if you enjoy watching football and want a chance to win some money, how about you join poolhost.com, the website that you can pick every NFL game of the week, pick the winners of all the teams with a $10 pay-in every week, and have a chance to win the big prize. All you have to do is create an account at poolhost.com. Log in, go to the Pools Tools menu, and choose Join a Private Pool. Then you choose Pro Football Pick'em. To join the pool, you need to enter the pool ID, which is 34927. The pool password is 1234567. Once you log in, you pick the private group Black. And then you begin to pick all the winners that you feel are going to win the game. Every week, there's a first place winner and a second place winner. So it's not too late to join up and see if you can win the grand prize at the end of the week. Once again, poolhost.com. Log into the pool tools menu and choose private pool. Choose the pro football picker. Enter the ID 34927. Password 1234567 and join black to have a chance to win the grand prize good luck and hope you win some money First down near midfield for the Houston Texans. Watson back to throw. He's got time. Steps up in the pocket. Reels it deep downfield, and it's bobbled, and it's incomplete. And they're going to say, what do we got? We have it. It's intercepted by the Colts. Intercepted by the Colts. Kiki Cutie bobbled it, and then the ball tipped up in the air. Intercepted by Indianapolis. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard comes up with a tip drill. The Maniac with the interception. The second INT of the ball game for the Colts. And that should do it. All right, sports fans, we back at you again. Raw Wears Podcast, LJ from Houston. And we're about to get into the recap of week seven NFL games. And when I'm talking NFL, you know I got to have my boy Marley Betts on the line, straight out of Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Marley? What's going down, LJ? Hey, man, got to recap these games and see how we did for the week, you know? Do we have to? Yes, we have to. It's our obligation to give the people what they need. Because we got to be accountable for our picks, so it's only right. So, with that being said, let's start off with the first game, man. We got the New Orleans Saints went down to play the Chicago Bears. The Bears was coming off a bye. And the way that they look, they should have stayed on a bye. Because that performance was a disgrace. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater for the Saints threw for 281, two touchdowns. The Saints are 5-0 and without Drew Brees. Pulling out the victory 36 to 25 over the Bears, which was closer. If you was watching the game, it's very close to what actually the game was. So give me your thoughts about New Orleans going up to Chicago and just smacking them out. Man, you know, I said this on the last podcast we did that I keep betting against Sean Payton and he keeps torching me every single week. And 
pretty much the same old thing just happened. Um, I think if you ask me right now, Sean Payton is definitely the coach of the year. I mean, to lose Drew Brees and to keep that train going is just, uh, I mean, that, that speaks on on the coaching job that him and his uh, assistant coaches are doing up there in New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the fact that they haven't missed a beat since Drew Brees has been on injury. So they keep this up. They're, they're definitely a viable threat in the NFC. So uh, looking towards next week, who, who do New Orleans got next week? Who we got? All right. The Saints are at home. They got the uh, Arizona Cardinals, winners of two straight coming into town, coming into the dome. Uh, the line is at the Saints minus 10. And the total is at 48 and a half right now. Okay. Well, just to get my thoughts quickly early on, um, that I'm definitely going to take the Saints to win. I don't think they can. I don't think Arizona can cover those points either. Kyler Murray going into the dome, Superdome. That's a hostile environment, so I think he's going to have trouble. And I'm definitely going to take the Saints to definitely win the game. But we'll talk about the uh, the spread and the line later on in the week. But as far as right now, definitely going to take the Saints to win that game. Yeah, uh, I agree with you, Saints outright um, to win the game. However, I do think that the Cardinals can cover the 10. It's a lot of points. I know it's in the dome. The Saints are only averaging 23 points a game. Mm. So is the Cardinals. Okay. They're giving up 21 points a game. So I definitely think that uh, the Cardinals can keep it close. They're on a three-game winning streak. Um, They haven't lost since week two. Um, so I definitely would take the 10 points. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about it later. I definitely think the Saints will get the easy victory, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So uh, let's move on to the next game. We had the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Um, MVP alert, Marley. Lamar Jackson rushed for 116 and touchdown, made some big throws, timely throws. And they took down the Seahawks, man, 30 to 16. Two defensive touchdowns by Baltimore. Marcus Peters, welcome to Baltimore, my friend. Pick six. Pick six. I mean, hey, that's a good employee right there. So you can't you can't be mad at that. Uh, like I said, Lamar Jackson's playing. You know, he he's feisty, man. He 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 hates to lose. Um, I seen a couple of highlights of this game to where he was just he was holding his team accountable. And if it wasn't for a couple of drops by the tight end, I believe. This score could have been way more than what it was. So Baltimore went up in there and just dominated Seattle, man. So uh, give me your thoughts. Uh, I think Earl Thomas had a lot to do with that. I think him being in Seattle for the past um, six, seven years or however long he's been there, um, he went against Russell Wilson every day in practice. Um, He knows him. He knows the scheme. I'm sure he passed that information on to Harbaugh. Um, And... Man, Seattle is a tough place to play, and Russell Wilson was balling up until that point. I mean, he definitely was a hands-down MVP in my book up until that point. Um, hey, I got to tip my hat to Baltimore. I'm going to win a division this year. I still haven't got on the train with them betting-wise, but, hey, 5-2, and 6-2 and now, coming in, things are looking good in Baltimore right now. Hey, very much so. Uh, they could run the ball. They play good defense. 
time of possession. I mean, all the recipes you need to be a successful team in this league. So we'll, we'll see how they do later on in the season. So who they got next week? So they're on a bye. Okay. For next, they're off. Meanwhile, Seattle is um, going on the road to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, we don't have a line for that, but I don't think we need one because I'm just taking Seattle to win and cover regardless of what happens in that game. We know how we both feel about Atlanta, and um, they're just a bad football team right now. Uh, Matt Ryan was actually not having a bad season, and the offense can score, but uh, other than that, they're, they're just a bad football team all around. Yeah, they're bad. They're a disaster. We don't need to talk about them. So... We're going to move on because I'm definitely going to take Seattle, by the way. Of course, you already know that. But moving on to our team, my friend. Houston, Texas took on the Indianapolis Colts. Welcome back, Darius Leonard. Um, Back on that defense, 10 tackles, interception to seal the game pretty much. Jacoby Brissett threw for 326 yards, four touchdowns, a career high, leading the Colts. Past the Houston Texans, thirty to twenty-three, with the win, the Colts move it to first place in the AFC South, my friend. Um, far as the Texans, I mean, four, four twelve on third down is horrible. When coming into the game, you were first in the league, fifty-two percent on third down conversion. So number one, number two, two of five in the red zone. Settle for field goals. I mean. Turnovers to 10 penalties on the day. Three sacks, two interceptions. So the Colts was pretty much on Deshaun Watson the whole game. I mean, they brought pressure, which I picked the Colts, by the way, because I knew coming off a bye, all they had to do was put pressure on Deshaun Watson, make him uncomfortable, and you pretty much got the Texans on their back heels because – They can't play from behind, so they have to take the lead to even have a chance to win. So the Colts knew that, neutralized the run, make Deshaun Watson beat them in the pass. So Jacoby Brissett, time of possession, they held the ball, kept them off the field, which I pretty much knew that was going to happen. That's why I picked the Colts. And we all know Frank Wright is a better coach than Bill. Bill made some blunders in that game as well, taking that timeout on that fourth down, I mean, it, it, it's just a never-ending story with Bill O'Brien. So I knew Frank Reich was going to out-coach him and get this victory. So what was your thoughts on the Texans losing to the Colts? Um, I picked the Texans. Just state that off the back. Um, I mean, I know we're, we're out-coached pretty much in every game we go in. We're losing the coaching battle. Um, that's just my opinion of Bill O'Brien. Even against the Raiders next week, um, I think we lose the coaching battle, even though I don't think they're a better team. Um, Jacoby Brissett, man, career high, four touchdowns. I like Jacoby Brissett. Um, I, I thought he was going to be serviceable for the Colts um, after losing Andrew Luck before touchdowns, man. I mean, that's just that's just secondary. We just suck in the secondary. It's just poor decisions. Um, we talked about the Koye deal earlier, and we just need help in the secondary. That, that we cannot slow down any. I, I can probably go out there and make a couple catches, get a couple yards on the Texas secondary right now, the way I feel. 
with, with this with this defense. Um, in every game, I think Deshaun in the offense knows we have to score thirty almost to win. If we don't score thirty, it's going to be either a tough game or we could lose. And it doesn't matter who. Um, still, still got a chance. I mean, we're still they still got to come play us at home. So division not over. Uh, the Colts always play us tough, man. Going back to Peyton Manning, we just always have issues with the Colts. But um, I just think it boils down to coaching. I mean, we play up when we play good teams. We play down when we play bad teams. We're not that good on the road. Just, just those are all coaching things. I mean, we have a talented roster up and down, um, offensively and the front seven. Um, Leonard, man, what, what, what can I say? Uh, I think he's definitely a future candidate for defensive, uh, defensive player of the year. I'm not sure about this year, but yeah, know. I think he missed too many games to be considered this year already right. but he's an all pro for sure bro definitely all pro man. <laughs> i agree i agree so we can move to the Colts next week though they're going um they're staying at home they got the uh denver broncos coming into town um the line opened at minus six the total is at 44 uh definitely on the Colts. Um uh, not a fluco fan um Probably will lay the six points. I'll take the Colts for the win for sure. I definitely think they can cover. Um, I think the Colts are another up-and-down team, too, that play uh, kind of toward their opponent. Uh, they play high when they play good opponents and then kind of tend to slow down when they play uh, lesser opponents. Well, they are still a tough team in this AFC, considering Andrew Luck just up and retired on this team. For them to be in a position that they are right now, says a lot to the whole overall organization. So, kudos to them. All right, let's move on to the next game. We got Oakland Raiders. Went out to Lambeau Field. Try to take on them Green Bay Packers, but didn't have so much luck in doing that. MVP alert again, Marley. Aaron Rodgers, man. What Steven and say? He's a bad man. Best game I think he's played this season, my friend, so far. For sure. I mean, he was the total command of the offense. 429 yards, five touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. So that means he had six total. I mean, 42 to 24, Green Bay 5-1, sole possession of the NFC North. I mean, I honestly have always said if you give Aaron Rodgers a defense, you will truly see his talent. Everybody wants to talk about Tom Brady. I understand he's accomplished, but Bill Belichick always made sure Tom Brady had a top 10 defense. Aaron Rodgers has never had that. This year, Marley, he has a top 10 defense. So I think that he's going to prove to this league that he is still (laughs) An elite quarterback and possibly the best one, as far as I'm concerned. Throwing the ball, reading defenses, audible. Like he threw a pass to the running back, Aaron Jones. Like it was right there when he turned around. As soon as he turned around, the ball's right there. Like the precision of Aaron Rodgers is just impeccable to me. But all that said, I picked Green Bay, of course, to win the game. So give me your thoughts on Green Bay taking down Oakland. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
Aaron Rodgers' best game by far. And um, not only does he have a defense, the new offense that LaFleur is putting in is coming along. He has a threat of a running game. I mean, the Packers have won in, in, in a multitude of ways this year. It's not just Hey, Aaron, here's the ball. Yeah. Go do something special. Yeah. Um, now that's only needed, you know, when it's needed. And he doesn't have to play perfect every week, which is which is kind of scary. Man. Uh, I, like you said, man, I think he's the best thrower of the football. I mean, on the run, left, right. Uh, him and Patty Holmes, I think, I think they throw the ball the best. Um and nobody reads defenses, but probably with the exception of Brady, nobody can break a defense down like Aaron. Um, they just dismantled the, the Raiders. I mean, honestly, it, it was a it was a close game until David Carr fumbled that ball going into the end zone. It was a touchback, um, and after that, Aaron goes and scores. Boom! They're up seven. They get the ball at halftime. Boom! Aaron scores again. 14 quick points, game over. Yep. Um, and that's pretty much how it went. Um, we both picked the Packers to win. I actually took the Raiders to cover, um, which I was looking good until David Carr happened. But, um, yeah, Packers for sure. Uh, they're looking like a Super Bowl team now. They're looking very Super Bowl-ish. Yes, they are. Right now. In yes, league they with are. The um, six and one. Looking pretty tough to beat right now. Um, I definitely got to say there will be issues uh, going into the playoffs. Whoever has to play them, I would not want to play Aaron Rodgers with that defense, um, with the offense clicking. He doesn't even have his receivers right now. He don't. Just, just to throw that out there. You know, um, Adams had the turf toe, and I think Geronimo was actually hurt too. Um, I'm not sure what his injury was, but I mean, he's throwing to like, fourth and fifth string receivers right now. So Jimmy Graham had a big day. I mean, just wait till till Adams and Geronimo come back. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy on that offense. Um however they go on the road uh next Sunday to take on the Chiefs without uh Mahomes. The line opened up at minus four and a half. Um the total is at forty eight and a half and I think I'm gonna jump on that four and a half early because Definitely gonna go up by Sunday night for sure. Who's the favorite? The Packers are the favorite at minus four and a half. Points. Yeah, yeah, they go away in there. Um, yeah, I will think about it, you know, later on. But I de- I'll take Green Bay because the co- who's the quarterback for the Chiefs? Back the hook. Oh, Matt, Matt Moore. Moore. Yeah, used to play with Miami. Okay. Yeah, they go. They're gonna have issues. They're going to have trouble, yeah. for sure. Um, speaking of Aaron Rodgers and the NFC North, let's go to Detroit taking on Minnesota yesterday. Um, we both picked Minnesota, of course. Dalvin Cook, uh, 25 carries, 142 yards, two touchdowns. Minnesota ran all over Detroit. Kirk Cousins hit Stephon Diggs, 66-yard catch and run. From the deep in their own territory with two minutes left. Cousins, four touchdown passes, 42 to 30, zero interceptions. Detroit, Detroit had lost three in a row. 
Marley, Kirk Cousins has been 75% completion percentage in his last three games on his three-game winning streak. Um, I've been doubting Kirk Cousins. I just don't believe in him like that. He's never been in big moments to show me that he's that quarterback. Um, but he's very fortunate that he can thrive off a running game because nobody's stopping Delvin Cook right now. And until they can figure out a way to neutralize him, Minnesota is going to be a threat because the defense is definitely going to not give you no more than 20 points. They're going to keep you under that, usually 15 at the most. So um, long as the run game stays consistent, it's going to be hard to beat Minnesota, in my opinion. So I'm going to continue to bet on them until they prove me wrong. So what was your thoughts on Minnesota taking care of business against Detroit? Uh, I definitely took the Vikings. Um, Detroit coming off a short week after the Monday night loss uh, to the Packers. So um, I definitely thought they were going there and take care of business. Um, Kirk Cousins, man. Um, I mean, I picked the team to win the division. However, the Packers are definitely causing me to second guess that pick. Um, Kirk Cousins back to back weeks with four touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you are correct. Um, however, I have to see him do it against the Packers. I have to see him do it Monday night, Sunday night. Yeah. I have to see him do it in a big game that with something on the line. Mm-hmm. Now, back to Dalvin Cook. I mean, what can we say about Mr. Cook? He's averaging. Yesterday, he averaged. 5.7 yards per carry. I mean, he ran the ball 25 times for 142 yards with two touchdowns. Yeah. Coming off of what, an ACL injury last year, I believe? Or was that the year before? Uh, I believe it was last year. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. Um, He almost is looks unstoppable right now with that offensive line and, and the way they're running the ball. Diggs had seven catches for 142 yards. Um, you know, Thielen had the one catch and then he went out with the hamstring injury. But I mean, offensively, Minnesota is loaded. I mean, Kirk Cousins is the only question. Defensively, they're they're only giving up uh, 17 points a game. And they're averaging right now, I think 27 points a game. Um, I mean, I like what I'm seeing out of Minnesota. They just got Green Bay in front of them. That's the only question. And you got who you taking, Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers? And I, I think that's what it boils down to, honestly. But I do love what I'm seeing out of Kirk Cousins right now. I just have to see him do it on the bigger stage. Um, doing it against New York and Philly, whose secondary is terrible. Uh, Detroit has a better defense. They were coming off a short week. But, I mean, this is the same guy they lost to Oakland, uh, lost to Chicago 16-6 to and looked like he's still in Washington. So, I think the uh, jury remains to be, uh, the verdict remains to be seen with uh, Mr. Mr. Cousins, but he's playing good ball right now. So, so who does he yeah. have next week? He's at home next week, and he has his old team, the Washington Redskins, coming into town. Mm. Um, the line opened up at the Vikings are minus 16 points. And the total is at 
42. That's a lot of points. A lot of points. <laughs> they held the 49ers just to nine yesterday. On the and at home though. That's a lot of points. I don't think I'll take the points, but definitely gonna take Minnesota to win, of course. Of course. Yeah, definitely a lot of points to think about. Yeah. Um I do think though it'll be a personal game. And I think if he has the chance to step on their throat, I think he definitely will. Yeah, but is he that type of player though? I think he is. I think he is so, pertaining to this team in this game. So because of how they treated him. Okay, so you said he wants to prove a point. I think he'll want to prove a point. At home, they're rolling. Washington's coming in. They're not good at all. Um, you know, they franchise tagged him, franchise tagged him, didn't believe in him, drafted him, put him behind RG3. Uh, I think I think he still carries a lot of that. I think, um, I mean, hey, in football, you're looking for any little bit of extra motivation that you can. And I think definitely that's going to be a talking point in that locker room. They want to do it for Kurt. Uh, 16-0 still a lot of points. But like I said, I think if they get a chance to get up and step on their throat, I definitely think they will. But Washington's defense is no pushover. I mean, they have a good defense. Yeah. You can't just go down and score on them like that. It's going to take some work. Um, Speaking of Washington, they played the 49ers. And this game was rainy, muddy, just nasty. Like, very ugly game. And like we just mentioned, they held the 49ers to nine. It was 9-0. 49ers win. Bosa had a sack to end the game pretty much. It was it was pretty much a defensive game. Um and like you just said, Minnesota's finna play Washington and let's see if Kirk Cousins is up to, you know, up to that challenge. You know, like it remains to be seen, like I said. So we'll see what happens. But as far as the 49ers, who who do they have next week? 49ers going back home, get a little bit of home cooking. Um, they taking on the Carolina Panthers. Um, coming off the, the line, bye. coming off the bye, exactly. The line opened up at the 49ers minus six, and the total was at 41. I'm, I'm this upset. I'm picking upset alert. Upset alert. Already. Ooh. Already. I'm picking it right now. Upset alert. Carolina's going to beat the 49ers on Sunday. Give them their first loss. Really? Yeah, because the defense is strong. And I do believe, I need to look up the stat, but I think Ron Rivera has like a like a, like a a impeccable record off his binds. I think, it, I, I, I want to say it. I, I need to look it up though. But as far as right now, on Monday night, I'm taking Carolina. And I'm not going to change it. I'm taking Carolina to upset the 49ers, give them their first loss next week. Hmm. They wow. can run the ball. McCaffrey can, yeah. They 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 have the team. They have the structure to beat. It's all about Kyle Allen, though. Like, if, if, if he's throwing picks and all that, then all bets off. <laughs> if he, but like I said, it really rides and depends on him not making any bad mistakes. But I think Carolina's strong enough to come off a of bye and give the 49ers their first loss. 
you think they'll be able to run the ball on their defense? Yeah, I think I I just think of us. I think Ron Rivera will, will scheme up a way to do it. That's just I may be wrong. I just have a funny feeling that Carolina mm. can do it, and I think he has a good record coming off buys. That's another thing I need to look it up. I'm going to say it on the podcast when we do it later on in the week because I'll have that already looked up and ready to go. So, but I, I'm not mistaken. Remember what I said. I think it's like a record he has coming off his buy, but <clears throat> I'm still going to bet on the 49ers. You know, I'm not stupid. I bet on them, but I'm going to take Carolina to win. <laughs> if that makes sense. You're going to take Carolina to cover, but the 49ers to win. Yeah. But you will take the point. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Uh, that's not a bad upset call. Um, I'm really impressed with the 49ers defense. Um. If I'm not mistaken, they have like three first-round picks on that defensive line with uh, Bosa leading the way. Um, it's going to be tough, man, on that on that Panthers offense to move the ball. Um, speaking of your boy Allen, you said you, you hope he doesn't throw any picks. Well, he hasn't thrown one this season so far. Seven TDs, no interceptions. Um, he only has a QBR of 53 and a half. Um, with a completion percentage of 65. But taking care of the ball, playing good defense, anchoring the ball, it's always a recipe for, uh, it's always a winning recipe. Man, I do not know if they can go into San Fran and get a win. However, coming off a of bye, you got two weeks to prepare, two weeks for the coaches to drop some type of scheme. I definitely think it'll be close. I'll take the six points, but I think I'm still going to lean uh, 49ers for the win. I think they'll be pissed off um, coming off that performance. I don't think they performed the way they thought they would, so I think they'll be on alert versus coming home and blowing them out and thinking everything's all good. We're undefeated. Um, I think that nine points would be enough to wake them up, realize they have to play better football. Um, but I definitely think six points is way too much uh, for this Carolina team. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll cap that one later in the week. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um, next up, man, we had the Rams going out to ATL and take on those miserable Atlanta Falcons. Um, Jared Goff threw for two touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown too. Thirty-seven to ten, beat down of them Falcons. Uh, the Rams in a three-game losing streak, while Atlanta continues to just sink further, further into the abyss. Because I believe that, first of all, the Rams went back to Atlanta, where they just lost the Super Bowl. So I know they were going to have an eerie feeling going in that building anyway. So I knew they were going to win on that alone. Plus, Jalen Ramsey's new addition, which played great by the way did you see how he was just out there on Julio the whole game never left him just making me wish he would have been in Houston I mean just out there balling like didn't miss a beat he missed what three games I think didn't miss a yep. beat um, seems like that okay yeah believe so but um definitely man the Rams took care of business like I knew. I, I have, Like I said, I think Atlanta, I think they quit on their coach. 
Um, and I just believe they're going to continue to continue to suffer until they get rid of the uh, the coach and all the staff. They got to rebuild, man. There's no way that they're going to continue to do this with that same coaching staff. So, but um, speaking of the Rams, I think that they're going to turn a current turn a uh, current turn. You know, what I'm saying now as far as um their their winning ways. So, give me your thoughts on the Rams taking down Atlanta. Definitely took the Rams. Um, we all know how I feel about Atlanta by now. I think they're just one of the softest teams in the league. I mean, I think they're softer than Miami. I think they have more talent, so they... Talent. They just lacked me. And I think that's part of the reason why they lost that Super Bowl. Um, they've always been a finesse, pass-happy team. And when you suck in the trenches, both ways, it's not a... Throwing the ball and playing bad defense is not a recipe for success in the National Football League. Might win you some games, but it won't win you any championships. And those that's my thought on Atlanta. I just they're just a soft team. I fade them every chance I get. I never bet with them. It's always fade them and take the over because they'll give up points, but they can also score. But they will not win the game for whatever reason. Um the Rams. Hey, anytime you want to get right, you want to get back on track, play Atlanta. Guaranteed, guaranteed to get you a victory, get you back on track rolling. Um, Jerry Goff looked pretty decent um, last week. He looked good. I mean, the offense looked good. They did their thing. Like you said, Ramsey came over. Uh, I don't know why we couldn't get Ramsey or Peters. Like, what are we doing in Houston? But... Um, I that's definitely a great addition, especially after losing Peters and losing Talib, uh to injury. I think Ramsey brings them a little swagger on top of his um, his his play, which he backs up on the field. I think that boosts the whole defense up as a whole when you got somebody like that. Um, and it only gets better for the Rams because next week at home they got the Cincinnati Bengals coming. Oh tonight. my God, are you serious? So, I expect to stay on track. Um, the Bengals are only averaging 16 points a game while giving up 26 a game. So, we already know that's definitely a recipe for disaster. Um, the Rams are averaging 27, but giving up 23. Um, I think Ramsey will help uh, bring that down a little bit. Um, I mean, the line opened up at the Rams' uh, home favorite and minus Ooh, 13 points. And the total is at 49 right now. Man. Listen. See, these type of games be trap games. But I don't think Matt Ryan is going to play because he left the game with a boot. So if well, Matt, they're not playing Matt Ryan anymore. They're playing the Bengals. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. We are on the Bengals. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> um, the Bengals. Bro, do you know how bad the Bengals suck, Marley? Well, they're 0-7. Let me, let me give you a reason why they're 0-7. Because 
Let's talk about Jacksonville. Um, they beat the Bengals. Since we're talking about them, let's talk about that game. Um, they had a pick six. You know what I'm saying? They won 27-17. Um, like we just said, the Bengals are still winless. And Andy Dawn threw three interceptions. And this is what I want to get to. They only have 33 rushing yards on the day. Marley, do you understand that the Cincinnati Bengals have rushed for 372 total rushing yards through seven games, Marley? Do you know that Andy Dalton was a leading rusher with those 33 rushing yards? <laughs> no, I did not know that. That Four is pathetic. That is pathetic. So that means that the whole league is outrushing you by like a thousand yards. You you've only rushed for three hundred and seventy-two rushing yards total in the whole season so far. What is going on with that? That that right there is atrocious. That alone, that stat alone blew my mind when I heard that today. I couldn't believe I that. Really, I got another one for you. What? Give with that averaging. Per game rushing, <laughs> twenty five yards a game. Oh, you're you're uh in a little too much. They're not that <laughs> fifty three yards. Oh, okay, double. My bad. Fifty yards a game. Fifty three yards rushing per game. <sighs> yeah, terrible. That is. <laughs> That's a that's a that's incredible. Like there is no reason why they should not be just all not even getting paid. They they shouldn't even be getting paid. They should turn their checks back in. <laughs> For you to bring that out on the field. That's not like one player averaging fifty three yards. The entire team is averaging fifty three yards rushing. That's pathetic. And like I said, the Bengals are who we know they are. They're, they they owe in seven now. They're owing seven? Yep. They're going to continue to be winless. They might threaten that record of 0-16. They're in the subdivision. Um, <laughs> because they've already played Arizona. They um, do have Miami. They do have yeah. Miami. Okay. <laughs> that um, might be for the record. <laughs> that might be for the 0-16 record right there, Marlon. Yeah, because the rest of the game, I'm going to win. They got the Rams, then Baltimore, maybe Oakland, but I doubt it. No. Pittsburgh. No. Maybe the Jets, but no. I doubt it. No. Cleveland, <laughs> New no. England. No. Miami, and then Cleveland again for the last game of the season. Uh, I think and I don't see any wins. I don't see none. And, and they play my game on the road, so <laughs> the only thing with that game is we don't know who wants to lose more. Like I said, that's going to be battle for the winless record because whoever did, somebody's going to win. They're going to get their first win because I think Miami's going to be winless too when they play. Both of them teams I are going to be owing whatever it is. I don't think Miami wants to win. I think they're tanking to get a quarterback. But you know what? Speaking of Miami, they played Buffalo and they gave them a surprise in the first half. Miami actually was up on Buffalo. But yeah. 
But, you know, second half, touchdown by Gerald, John Brown, I think, believe. But Gerald Brown, I forgot his name. And uh, Jadavion White, you know what I'm saying? Of course, two second half turnovers. <clears throat> so they end up winning 31 21. But like we were saying, Miami, they, they, they played hard in the first half. They played hard every game to me in the first half. It's just the fact they can't finish, they can't sustain the, the you know, the game. And I don't know if that's coaching. Like I said, we don't know what's going on over there. The team, like you said, they're probably tanking just to get a quarterback. They probably gave up. They probably don't even care about playing. Who knows what's going on. But as far as Buffalo, who do they have next week? Because Buffalo continues to be a threat in his AFC as well. Yeah, the Bills is one of those teams that uh, I definitely love. Uh, Scrappy, feisty, uh, play good defense. Tough, toughness. Quarterback is tough. Um, I like. I, I love what the Bills got going on. Um, they're at home this week, and they got the Philadelphia Eagles coming into town. Mm. Um, the line opened up at minus one and a half, and the total is at forty three and a half right now. Well, I'm taking Buffalo because. I'm going to learn how to not psych myself out when it comes to picking these games. And I'm usually going to take the team that won last week. Like, I think that's a good philosophy when it comes to picking. If the if it's not an even match, just take the team that won last week. That's how hmm. I feel about that. So Buffalo, Philadelphia, Philadelphia lost. Buffalo won. Take the team that won because Philadelphia has to prove that they can win. So, like I said, we got to learn how to give respect to, to these teams out here. And I, I, I'm learning that. Just like you're learning with New Orleans, you know, you got you to gotta understand what you're seeing. Yeah, because Peyton, Sean Peyton is whooping my ass right now. He's <clears throat> my friend. Yeah, um, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to take Buffalo to beat Philly. And speaking of Philly, they played the Cowboys. Um we all saw how that went. Cowboys smacked them in the mouth like the first two possessions, turnover, touchdown. Like it was four, it was 14-0 before you even changed to NBC. You'd be like, oh, the Cowboy game on. Let me turn it. Wow, 14-0 already. That's how quick that was. Uh, we all see we we see the formula for Dallas success though. They have to have everybody playing. <laughs> Nobody can't be out. All their starters have to play for them to win. It's just, and it, it just shows Ezekiel Elliott, you know, he ran for 111 yards and a touchdown. Um, Carson Wentz, man, three lost fumbles, an interception. I mean, he played horrible. He he didn't play like the, the walking to him Wentz like Shannon Sharp always seems to refer to him on Undisputed. Yeah, not the biggest Wentz fan. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I think he has the arm talent to make all the throws, but for some strange reason, he just doesn't galvanize this team the way the foes did. I don't think they, um, I used the analogy earlier, I think these guys would run through a brick wall for Nick Foles, but I don't think they'll have that same intensity for uh, Wentz. I mean, um, Long, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was long. He had a Nick Foles shrine in his locker at one point last season. And I don't think he does that for Wentz. 
I don't think they it's just the offense doesn't look the same something different I know they're banged up in the secondary and Dallas definitely took advantage of that I mean um Man, what was this Amari Cooper with David Carr? Or was it just David Carr or Derek Carr? Excuse me. Because, I mean, since Amari's been in Dallas, I mean, he looked like a for sure top flight number one receiver. For sure. Um, I don't know what the hell was going on in Oakland, but I didn't see this Amari coming at all. Yeah. Um, I think the recipe for Dallas is uh, run the ball, play good defense, and play action off of the run and hit Amari deep. Um, the addition of Cobb to me is, is really big in the slot. Take some of the pressure away. I think he's like definitely a, a, a major upgrade for Beasley. Um, somebody to work underneath for that. Um, and so I love that addition. I still don't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys. Uh, they beat the Eagles, but honestly, how good are the Eagles? I don't think the Eagles are what we thought they were, whether it's due to injury or just um, poor quarterback play, but I personally don't think the Eagles are a very good football team. I think they're a decent football team. They have talent. Um, I know Deshaun Jackson's been hurt. I know they're banged up in the secondary, but... um. I mean, we're in week eight now coming up. I mean, you are who you are. We're, we're halfway done with the season already. So for the most part, your identity is what your identity is at this point. And I'm just not seeing it with Philly. And I think um, they'll go to Buffalo and I think they'll lose. I think that defense is too tough. And I think them on the road. They just lost two straight road games. Minnesota Was Minnesota on the road? Yeah. Minnesota on the road. Dallas on the road. Buffalo on the road. Um, I see them losing. Cowboys are feeling good. Uh, they're on a bye week this week. So, come off a big win in division. Get healthy. Take a week off. Four and three. Think they're feeling good. Philly sitting at three and four. And I just I can't see this Eagle team uh, pulling it out. Um, I don't think they'll win a division. I think they'll have a shot because the division is so poor. So we know it's going to come down to Dallas and Philly. Can they can they beat Dallas in Philly when that time comes? And I don't know. It's, it'll be cold season. They don't have much of a run game. Dallas does. Dallas has the better defense. Um, and I just think I think Philly's done. I don't see them getting, um, I think one of the wild cards are going to go to either uh, Minnesota or Green Bay, depending on who wins that division. And then I think you have um, Carolina being spot for a wild card. Um, And I think the Saints and the, uh, I mean, not the Saints, I'm sorry, the Rams and Seattle. One of those two will have a shot for the rock on the you know, who's in the division. So I think they'll be on the outside looking in. I agree, my friend. Um, good thing Dallas won. That must feel good going into a box. Mm-hmm. Gotta feel good. We, they were just panicking two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's funny how 
all the Dallas people come out when they win, but you can't hear them when they lose, though. Like, yeah, yeah. It's- I don't know what that says. The division is not good, but uh, they still haven't beat anybody. Um, I'll give them credit for the Philly game. I mean, it, it was a division opponent, but I'm not high on Philly at all. And other than that, their wins are against the Giants, um, Miami, and Washington. So the only... I would like to say uh, the only plus 500 teams that they beat, uh, that they played, was the Saints and the Packers, and they lost both of those games. Um, Saints without Drew Brees. So I'm still not ready to anoint them yet. Um, Looking at the rest of their schedule, they'll definitely win division, and they definitely have a shot, I think, at a bye. They got New York. After the bye, Minnesota will be tough. I think Detroit will be tough. Oh, well, no, they have a tough schedule. Yeah. Got the Chiefs, got Minnesota. After that, Detroit, New England, and then Buffalo. Yeah, Dallas still got work to do. They got a lot of work to do. Chicago, the Rams, Philly, and Washington. Yeah, the, the middle of their schedule is tough. Um, but I, like I said, I think they'll win a division. Um, they got a bye next week. Um and Philly's on the road to Buffalo, which I think they'll lose that game. So that'll yep. give them two wins up in the win column, one in the division. And unless Philly does something urgently fast or get healthy fast, I think they're done. I agree. Uh, let's talk about another game. Arizona went out to take on the Giants at the Meadowlands. Hmm. Uh, this story was supposed to be the return of Saquon Barkley, um, but instead it was the running back, backup running back for the Cardinals, Chase Edmonds. He stole yeah. the show, three rushing touchdowns, 126 rushing yards, career high, both statistics. Uh, Cardinals defense, eight sacks, 10 quarterback hits, three forced fumbles. Patrick Peterson back from that six game suspension. With a forced mm. fumble, seven tackles, and a sack. I mean, the Cardinals showed up today. And they really showed that uh, they are the better team when it comes to the rookie quarterback conversation that they tried to throw out this week. As far as who's better, Kyler Murray or Dave, Dan, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. It really, you really, um, it really was a mismatch as far as I'm concerned. Because the defense just totally took over. Had them rattled all day. It just they just didn't have a chance. So uh, Cardinals definitely three game winning streak, looking good, looking way better than they did last year because they were the sorriest team in the league last year. That's why they had the number one pick. So they 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 used that pick wisely. I think Kyler Murray can play in this league. Still need a still need more blueprint on him. Just to, you know he he needs to play some teams that are tougher. But all in all. The way the Cardinals are playing right now, hey, kudos to them. They're looking good. So what's your thoughts on the Cardinals? Three-game win streak beating the Giants. Three-game win streak. And I've been on that win streak for the last three weeks, with the exception of last week. I took the Giants. uh, Thought Saquon would come in and 
and, and, and take over. You know how I feel about uh, Mr. Barkley. Um, I'm a fan of Danny Dimes. I, I, I won't say I'm, you know, his biggest believer, his biggest backer, but definitely has, a, I think they're moving in the right direction with him and finally moving away from Eli. Um, man, kudos to um, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, definitely doubted him in the beginning of the season. Still don't think he personally earned that job. I mean, he had a losing record at Texas Tech. I don't know how you have a losing record and then get a head coaching job in the NFL. But, you know, hey, kudos to uh, the Cardinals for making the decision. Definitely has that offense going in the right direction. Uh, I mean, they're 3-3 three and three right now, or 3-3-1 three, three and one, uh, right now. I don't think anybody put them in that position. Um, I certainly did not. Um, so definitely give him credit for that. Uh, definitely love Kyler Murray. Uh, that definitely took some uh, guts on their behalf because they just drafted Rosen the year before. So to take another quarterback with your first round pick, uh, the number one pick on top of that, definitely take some guts. Um, Edmund, man, I think he just took um, David Johnson's job. Oh, really? If he didn't take it, he definitely took carries away. Um, I think Johnson is banged up right now, if I'm not mistaken, which is why he got the start. But I mean, um, hey, David Johnson has 300 rushing yards on the season with two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, Edmund had 126. Yes, he has. 287 on the season with four touchdowns, albeit three of them yesterday, on 51 attempts for the season. He's averaging 5.6 yards per carry. So, um, if you don't start them, definitely have to split the carries up a little bit more. Um, make it a little more even. I mean, he's as of right now, he's more productive. So, uh, I would go with the more productive guy. I mean, that's, that's personally what I would do um and next week they are playing the you know what I actually think they are on a bye no they're not we talked about them earlier they're going on the road to play the Saints in the dome um they are plus 10 point underdog um the total was at 48 I think I like the 10 points with this team although Saints defense is playing lights out. It's hard to play in that dome. The crowd noise is going to be crazy. Um, Drew Brees practiced this week. Not sure if he's going to play. I wouldn't play him. I'd play Teddy. Um, it's the Cardinals coming in at home. But I, I'll definitely take the Saints for the win, but I'll probably lean Cardinals with the 10 points. Yeah, I, I think the Saints will cover that, to be honest. But we'll talk about more of that later on in the week. Let's get to this final game because we didn't have a chance to talk about this game. Last point before. What's that? The Saints have not covered 10 points. Last week they won by 11, but we know that score of that game was a little bit closer than the final was. But past five weeks, um, Jacksonville, 13-6, Tampa Bay, 31-24, Dallas, 
12-10. Yeah. Seattle, 33-27. And not won any of those games, with the exception of the Chicago game, by more than 10 points. I got Keep you. Throwing that out. I got you. That's something to think about. Um, let's talk about this. Chargers, man, played the Tennessee Titans yesterday, and I do not like none of None of these teams. Only reason why I saw a couple of like the end of it is because they went to it locally on my uh, TV network. <laughs> Melvin Gordon fumbled at the goal line, and Jarrell Casey recovered it with 15 seconds left. 23 to oh. 20, Titans pull off the victory. Uh, the Chargers are pathetic. That was a ridiculous loss to me because they should have won that game. They were on the goal line. And you couldn't punch it in right there. And you, yeah, Melvin Gordon fumbled the ball. Like, you just came back and then now you want to fumble to cost your team a, a, a victory? I mean, I don't even want to talk about this team. Give me your thoughts, man. The Char- Chargers losing horribly to the Titans. Like, I'll take the loss because I was on Tennessee. You were, huh? That was one of the ones we went against. Yeah, Tennessee at home. I like the defense. Um, and mainly, I'm just not a believer in this Charger team. Um, I'm not either. Once they lost at Detroit. I mean, I'm sorry, not at Detroit, at Denver. Once they lost at Denver and only scored 13 points, let the let Fluco put up 20 on them, kind of sent in my Charger card from there. Um, then they went and lost to Pittsburgh 24-17 to a third-string quarterback. Actually, you put me on that game. I took Pittsburgh with those points. And they actually win one outright. Um, so, I, the Chargers are free for them. They're on a three-game losing streak. Um, Phillip Rivers, man, he's 11 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's just not the Phillip that we know. I mean... He's never been the best thrower of the football, but I mean, he's always been better than that. I, 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 I actually love Phillip Rivers as a quarterback early in his career. I thought he was fiery. He was kind of everything I kind of wanted in a quarterback, except he couldn't really move around. But I mean, you know, he was he 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 was fiery. He could throw the ball. They had a good run game. I was a fan of this team, and then. Just this year, I don't know what's going on. Um, Phillip is still QBR 84 on the season. Um, completion percentage of 63, but his QBR is only 52. That's, that's that's good for 17th in the league. He's a way better quarterback than the 17th quarterback. Um, he has a rushing game. He has a big time receiver, King Allen. I don't know if it's the offensive line or, or what's the problem. The offense itself. I have no idea what's going on in San Diego, but I'm definitely off that bandwagon. Um, they go on to Chicago next week to take on the Bears. Um, the Bears open up at minus five, home favorite, and the charge and the total is at forty. Um, I don't even think I'm going to miss this game, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Because none of these teams are interesting, and they're all—they're both going down. Like there's, there's no, 
competitive fire when it comes to any of these teams. So I'm definitely going to stay away from it. Definitely, I agree. So let, let's recap. What what stands out to you as far as the, the lines right now? Um, things that you're going to be looking forward to getting, you know, I'm definitely going to be looking at the um, the Jaguars and Jets game. Uh, Jaguars are at home. They're minus four. Um, I like teams coming off a short week. Um, I like the team that's in this, which is why I took Minnesota um, over, the, over the Lions, playing Monday night, then turn around playing Sunday. And uh, the Jets have to go on, on the road to play Jacksonville. Tough place to play. I love Minty. Um I think he battles. I think he's smart. I think for a rookie, he's uh, he looks very well. Just coming off the road win um, in Cincinnati, which you know Cincinnati is not not much. But um, he's only thrown two interceptions all season with uh, ten touchdowns. His QBR sucks. His completion percentage sucks. But he finds a way to win. And at the end of the day, I'll take that over the Jets. Um, they're just not a good football team right now. And um, short week going on the road. I like that. I'm going to look at that. Definitely going to look at the Packers going on to take on the Chiefs at four and a half right now. Probably a good idea to catch that early because I think by the weekend, that's the Sunday night game. Definitely by Sunday night, that line could be all the way up to six or seven. Um, what else stands out? Definitely going to look at that Panther Forty Nine er game, six points. Yes. Um, that's got to look at that. That's what I'm interested in. Definitely interested in that. Uh, Bills Eagles. Definitely going to jump on the Bills. Money line. Um, don't have much faith in Philly. I'm on a fade Philly right now. And for sure, automatically, I'm going to fade Atlanta and take the Seahawks. I don't care what that number is. Um, Falcons won't cover. I'm, I think that'll be another blowout game. I think the Falcons have quit on Dan Quinn. Um, I believe so, too. They're packed up. And the crazy thing is, he's a defensive coach. He came from Seattle after they won the Super Bowl and supposed to sure up that defense. And, like, they're still just soft. For Seattle to be such a tough team when he was there, for him to go over there and they still have that same soft personality is just amazing. Amazes the hell out of me. Um, those are pretty much spots I'm looking at. Um, I think I like the Titans at home to beat the Buccaneers. Uh, I think the Bucks are coming off a bye, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they are. So I might need to look at that, look at Bruce Arians coming off the bye, see how that works. But I love the defense in Tennessee. Um, finally put up a little bit more points with um, Tannehill, 23. think that might be the first time they actually got to 20, 20 points this season, other than the first game against the Browns, which was a lot of turnovers, uh, a lot of penalties on the Browns part to help them get to that 40. Um, so I'll look at that. And that's all that pretty much stands out. 
Yeah, Tennessee is, I don't think they've eclipsed. Oh, they scored 24 in Atlanta, but who doesn't score points on Atlanta? Definitely. But the rest of their games, yeah, 16, 14, um, 7 in a loss. So I'll definitely look at their game. I'll look at the total. Oh, my God, the total is at 46 and a half. So I'm probably going to take the under. Definitely going to take the under in that game. I like that. Well, I already have my money lines. I'm, I'm taking Green Bay, 49ers, mm-hmm. Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Buffalo, Rams, mm-hmm. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Who, do, who does New England play? The Browns. Yes, I'm taking all those. Browns, that's, minus 49ers. Those are my money lines. Can the Browns cover coming up for bye week? Ten and I, a half. I doubt it. They're uh, they're at home. New England's at home. New England is at home. Oh yeah, they're no blowout, huh? I I don't I don't want to say blowout, but if you're saying over ten is a blowout, yeah, they're not gonna they're, they're gonna beat them by at least by fourteen points, two touchdowns. Yeah, I think I consider fourteen a blowout in the NFL. Okay, oh, okay. Well, that's a blowout then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah that, I already got that preliminary parlay right there, ladies and gentlemen. You hear it. Green Bay, 49ers, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Rams, New Orleans, New England. Book it. Yeah. Got any underdogs you see or heard? Um, no, I got to look it over a little bit more. I know I just talked shit about these guys. Well, I do like your Panthers as as a play, an underdog play. I don't, I don't know um, if they can go pull it off, but I do. Um, Is Oakland an underdog against the, the Texans? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'll play that. I don't like that. I don't think they have a chance. Who? Oakland. Have a chance to beat them? Yeah, okay. I don't think they. Yes, they I don't do. think the Raiders can come into Houston and win. Coming off a loss, I don't think the defensively. I don't think they can slow Houston down. And offensively, they don't have the weapons in the secondary at uh, receiver with a car at quarterback. I don't think the color. Car and receiver combination will be enough. I think the game will probably be close. Um, how many points do? How many points does Oakland average a game? Oakland. Let me look it up really, really quick. Because I do believe that Oakland could come in here, run the ball, and keep that defense on the field. <laughs> and I do. And I think they can have a chance to beat the Texans. See, Oakland is averaging 21 points a game. Okay. But they're giving up 27. Yeah, they're giving up a touchdown mm-hmm. more. I think we'll score 30. Well, and I don't know if they can score 30. That's the question. Well, it depends on Oakland's pass rush. If they have a pass rush, if they can get at Watson, it's going to be trouble. Because I don't think they can finish since Khalil met. Well, well, hey, sometimes no. things change when they play the Texans. Teams seem to be <laughs> not themselves, a different team. Um, yeah, I I, I'm really, I'm really concerned about the Will Fuller injury because usually when we have Will Fuller in our lineup, we're pretty much undefeated. 
We haven't lost many games with Will Fuller playing in the lineup. Do you think with Kenny Stills back, he can replace Will Fuller? No. Kind of the same... I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think that Fuller is a major threat when it comes to our offense, and we need him on the field. So these next three games are going to be pivotal because I do believe they have Oakland, they have Jacksonville and London, and, they, and then they go on a bye. So hopefully they can get him back off of that bye. I think so yeah, we got Oakland, then Jacksonville, and a bye, Baltimore, Indy, New England. Yeah, Ooh. those three games right there. We're gonna have to buckle down. Game stretch. I think they can win they need to win three out of that five. Oakland, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Indy, and New England. Yeah, I believe so. Gotta beat at home for the division. Gotta beat Jacksonville. And you have to get one out of New England, Baltimore, and Oakland. You gotta win one of those in both of your division games. Yes. And then we finished the season on easy, I don't want to say easy four games, but Denver, Tennessee will be tough as a division, Tampa, and then Tennessee again. But those are four winnable ball games. Yeah, we gotta win three of the next five, though. Yeah, I I I, I can concur to that. It's definitely going to be a tough. A, a, it's going to be pivotal. Like I said, coming out of their bye, it's going to be pivotal to see where they're at because they're going to have three tough games. All three of those teams, I believe, were playoff teams last year. So yeah, I think they, they win the next two. I think we'll be fine. Like I said, they need to win Oakland, and you need to beat Jacksonville Division. Put you at six and three. Then you have Indy, uh, New England, and Baltimore. You really just need to take, make sure you take care of Indy at home. Um, division opponent gotta gotta keep up pace with division. I do like Jacobs, uh, the running back in in Oakland. Um, the tight end is a beat too. Uh, Waller. Yeah. Waller's had a Pro Bowl type season right now. Um, Jacobs is averaging five yards of rush, uh, four TDs, um, 554 on the season, total yards, uh, rush yards, I'm sorry. Um, but I just don't think the only thing, I just don't think Derek Carr is ready for that. I do think Early, it'll be close because John Gruden scripts a good uh, first half. First 15, 10, 15 plays, they always look good. It's second half and adjustments and people catch up to the to the lesser talent. Um, they don't have a pass rush or much of one. So I think Houston should be able to win that game. I wouldn't give up six points. Then again, I wouldn't give up six points with us playing anybody because we just don't play we play up and down for our opponents so you just never know how they're going to come in although our last three wins have been by a touchdown or more for whatever that's what well we'll see what happens man but overall how we did yesterday I went 10 and 4 my losses were the Giants the, uh, not the, the Giants, the Chargers, 
Seattle, and Philly. You went nine and five. Your losses were the Giants, Houston, Seattle, Chicago, and Philly. So, I called you to change the damn thing to speak. That's what's crazy. Yeah, you did. And I had it. Well, 10 and 4 wouldn't have got it done either, though. Yep, you're right. So, on the next week, hey, I hope everybody keeps the nine winners, though, instead of the, four, instead of the five losers. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into it later on during the week to really dive into the the points and see where these teams are at because like I said the injury report matters when it comes to picking these games but uh, we're going to wrap it up for the night let them get your social media Marley where can they follow you yo man y'all check me out on Brothers and Bets it's on Facebook Instagram and YouTube also check out my personal account at Grills Marley I post videos and pics on there as well at Grills Marley holla at me for sure. And of course, LJ from Houston, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LJ Sports Talk. Get at me. Give us your opinions, you know, as far as the podcast. Let us know you're listening because we take time out to give y'all, you know, our insight and analysis on this football. And speaking of the NBA, it's coming tomorrow, my friend. NBA starts tomorrow. <laughs> I got the two lineups on the game if you want to real quick. No, actually, we can do that tomorrow because we're going to chop it up tomorrow while a couple of games are on. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it tomorrow. So, All right, my friend. But until then, once again, appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of Raw Wears Podcast. LJ from Houston, Marley Betts, and we are out.